twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. And welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll discuss the complete assimilation of Vertex standard radios into the Motorola brand. We'll tell you when it will occur, what will happen to the current model's Vertex standard radios, and speculate on how it may affect the industry going forward. We'll also review the Motorola Moto Turbo CP200D portable radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialist. In our last episode of the Two-Way Radio Show, we said there was a big announcement coming that we couldn't yet talk about, but we would tell you about it in the next episode. Well, now it's the next episode, and we're going to tell you what it is. And it is that Vertex Standard is, you know, Vertex Standard has been owned by Motorola for five years now. Has that been that long already? I think 2012, I haven't done my research on this, but I think 2012 is the date that uh, they were acquired by Motorola. And uh, they've always been ran as an independent brand. Mm -hmm. And that's um, ending. Uh, The Vertex Standard brand is essentially essentially coming to an end. Um, Not entirely, but effectively. From the looks of it, from this this announcement that I'm looking at, and uh, from uh, what I've been told, um, some Vertex Standard products are going away. A good number of their current line products are going away, and um, their more popular products are being rebranded as Motorola Solutions products. Um, So, for example, um, the VX261 analog radio, which is a very popular radio for us, um, it's now a Vertex Standard VX261, and um, pretty soon that's going to be a Motorola Solutions VX261. Now, when is this supposed to officially occur? Early next year. Um, from uh, what I'm hearing, product is going to start shipping right at the new year in 2018. So you should probably see distributors and dealers with the product Um Sometime in January, I would think. Now, it wouldn't surprise me if there's a delay. It seems like there's always delays with these types of things, but um, very soon. Now, you guys were pretty stunned when you you heard this, right? I mean, did did anybody see this coming? I didn't. I was was stunned. Um, You know, we, we got called to come to a meeting, and we're, of course, what is it what is it what is it and then we get to the meeting and we find out this is what it is and uh i I was pretty shocked by it but you know it's i think it's a good thing Mm 
Yeah, I was surprised as well. And uh, I also think it's a good thing. I mean, what what they're doing more specifically is uh, creating a new tier of Motorola um, radios. There are currently, Motorola has um, professional and commercial tier radios, which um, are sold more like by your local dealers, like um, to governments. And most of what they're selling are $1,000 plus radios. And um, they're selling to local governments and police stations and fire department, mm-hmm. that types of thing. Uh, and that's your PCR line of radios. Then you have your Motorola business, on-site business radios, which is what we sell, which is your CLS series, your RDX series, um, DTR, DLR, CLP, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And um, they're adding a middle tier, and they're calling it the commercial tier. And they're basically taking the the surviving Vertex standard radios, which is the, the VX260, VX450 series of portables and the 2100, 2200 mobiles and the EVX261s and EVX-S24 digital radios. Those from Vertex, along with several models from Motorola, which I guess I'll read here in a second, are going to become the Motorola commercial tier. Now you said You said surviving models. It makes it sound like there's some kind of, you know, like it's some kind of disaster that's just completely gutting uh, vertex uh, standard, pretty much. Um, I mean, it, 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 it sounds would... worse than it really is. Uh, and, and, and what I'd like to say to, to customers, you know, for, for those who are vertex standard customers and have been for a long time and have been purchasing their radios, I would say don't panic yet and don't panic. Right. I, you know, I, and just... I think all that depends on your perspective. I mean, if you're a customer that's been buying uh, one of the models is going away. If you've been buying EVX 531s, for example. Yeah, that is a cause for and, concern. Uh, yeah, maybe you're now thinking, maybe I, I wish this weren't happening. This is a bad deal for me because the model of radio that I selected is going away. But um, if, if you really look at what they're doing, the models that are going away, they, they all have equivalencies. Right. Like um, the, the EVX 531 series, which is the, the one that seems to be um, the most troublesome, I think. When you say troublesome, what do you, what do you mean by troublesome? Um, I think that there's a few models in the 531 series that uh, weren't available. They came out with the EVX 260 series mm-hmm. um, not long ago. And the, the 261 series does a lot of what the 531 series does or the 530 series does. And uh, except there's no keypad model. Okay. If you want a digital full keypad, the um, EVX 539 uh, was the only option you really had in the Vertex standard line. Now, those were never really big sellers, though, for the Vertex line. Is that correct? That's correct. When you look at the, the big scheme of things, that wasn't, you know, one of the top models. Yeah. Um, now, some of the models that we're getting in the Motorola commercial tier, and this is the most exciting thing for us, um, Motorola is bringing in several models, and none of these are brand new models. These are models that exist now and are sold by PCR dealers. Uh, The CP200D, the SL300, the CP185, BPR40, DTR650, VL50, and the mobile CM300D and CM200D, and the SLR5000 repeater. Okay. Um, 
Now, these are some very good radios mm-hmm. that we're getting as part of the commercial tier, and this is the most exciting thing for us. The CP200D is probably the most popular two-way radio in the world. Yeah, and we'll be reviewing that later on in the show. Right. So bringing that to this commercial tier lineup is uh, is major. And uh, the SL300 is a very popular radio. For a 3-watt radio, it's, it's fully digital and very, very small. And um, the display model there has a, a very interesting display that right. I, I really like. Oh, yeah. So given this initial announcement, um, do you, how do you feel about this? Do you feel um, good about this for the industry or an indifferent, or you think this is going to hurt the industry? How do you think it's going to um, affect the industry going forward? I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, now, you, you, one thing you have to keep in mind is it's not like this is a consolidation. Vertex mm-hmm. Standard was already owned by Motorola. Right. And what we had with um, Vertex Standard operating as a completely separate brand just, I think, caused confusion at times. I mean, it, it's it, when you're talking to a customer about why they should buy Vertex Standard, you normally start the conversation with, well, it's owned by Motorola. Mm-hmm. And when people hear that, oh, okay, and that, that changes their impression of this brand that they may not have heard of as soon as they hear that. Well, now you're kind of getting rid of that that step it's Motorola is written right on the radio mm-hmm. as it should have been I think and at the meeting it seemed like a lot of people were saying we, we kind of thought they were going to do this five years ago yeah why why didn't they do this sooner I guess is a, is a question that I've heard yeah I think and it also maybe eliminates some internal competition it seems strange that there's some Vertex standard models that would compete with some Motorola models. And it seems like maybe now um, it's a little more cohesive. Yeah, I would would. think so. Everything's under – you know, that's one thing that has bothered me with some companies that will come out with two very similar products under different labels and – uh, and it's not unheard of. You've seen companies do this before that just completely compete with each other. And you wonder, well, why did they do that? Because now you're having to, I mean, well, you know, on, on the one hand, there's choice. But if the the models are so similar to each other that it's kind of a toss-up, you would say, well, why on earth would they do that? And there are right. other radio companies. Some, some of the Chinese manufacturers do that with their radios. Yeah, yeah well... I've always wondered, you know, I'm obviously not an insider. I don't have any, I'm not privy to anything that goes on inside Motorola, but what must the conversations there be like? If you have this Vertex standard brand that's essentially competing with several models, I mean, do, do you get in arguments with the guy down the <laughs> hall for uh, jumping in on your bid and you know, undercutting you? Surely, and, surely that has to, to uh, cause some sort of conflict or turmoil or or intense competition internally. I imagine it would. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know how they handle that over there, but uh, it seems like this is a move that would alleviate some of that. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's what they're thinking in doing it. I don't know if that's a consideration, but um, I, it seems like it might be. Well, going forward, though, what do you think this will mean to consumers who currently own Vertex um, 
standard branded radios, are they going to need to adjust their fleet or their uh, future purchasing plans to add to their fleets in the future? Well, uh, you are going to see Vertex standard branded radios being sold. Um, they're planning on at least through uh, d- their distributors through the first quarter of next year. Mm-hmm. So you sh- will probably have Vertex standard branded radios available from retailers for the first half of the year, I imagine. Um, now, I guess you're going to see at the same time, I, it wouldn't surprise me if you go to buy2wayradios.com early next year and see a Motorola Solutions VX261 <laughs> and a Vertex Standard VX261, where you can buy both models, and they're really the exact same radio. While, while supplies last. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't, I, it, that's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't know yet how the pricing is going to work. There's still a lot of this, a lot of those kind of details that are up in the air. This is real. This is still very early in the transition stage, which is kind of surprising. I mean, we're two months from this happening. Why? Why don't we have some of these? Uh, why isn't all this stuff fleshed out? Maybe they just mm-hmm. they know and they just haven't completely decided yet. I think they know. Yeah, I think they, they know, do. and they just they're with the internet is vast they, as they don't want to they don't it's going to they don't want word to spread yet right, maybe right they don't i mean smart. i think it's smart on their part we hate it <laughs> um we're pretty hush hush though but i mean so vertex yeah we would never Motorola. talk about any of this kind of <laughs> stuff, right 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 well I, i'm sure they don't want some sort of a twitter storm happening that could diversely affect their plans you know marketing wise that sort of thing so they're probably trying to take it one careful step at a time i would assume right right uh not that i know anything but um so overall you think this will be ultimately a good thing for everybody kind of a win-win or it just it it just sort of remains to be seen look the, the only downside i see is if you uh last week decided that you were going to invest in 200 um, EVX 539s, and that was going to be the, the radio that you chose. I mean, um, most dealers probably weren't going to point you that direction anyway because mm-hmm. that's a, a several-year-old model. But mm-hmm. if, you did, if you did that, you're probably not liking this deal. Um, most, um, most people using these radios, I think this is only going to be a good thing. You're, you're going to have Motorola radios going forward. Um, now, the Vertex standard brand is not going away entirely. There are a couple of models, and this may be something interesting to, to speculate about. There's a couple of models, like they have an HF radio mm-hmm. that uses um, high frequency uh, and not, not normally business frequencies, and we don't even sell this radio. It's, it's a, a very niche kind of uh, product. The closer to, to ham uh, band? Yeah, uh, this, this would be uh, around where the ham bands are, and maybe even overlapping with the ham bands. Um, that product, for sure, is keeping a Vertex standard brand, mm-hmm. and there may be a few other uh, little products like that. And um, I don't know, I'm guessing that they're doing that because that product really doesn't fit in a Motorola commercial tier, but maybe there's enough of a market for it not to completely get rid of it. Right. 
Do you think this could become down the road something sort of like a Vertex standard Yesu kind of kind of deal? Like what? What do you mean? Well, I mean, it didn't wasn't Yesu originally part Yesu of Vertex standard? Vertex standard, yes. and I think Vertex standard was their business brand, and Yesu was their amateur brand. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong about that. I think that's the way they structured it. No, I, I think that the direction is for the Vertex Standard brand to go away entirely. Mm-hmm. I think right now they just didn't want, for whatever reason, to get rid of these models that, that are hanging around with the Vertex Standard brand, and they probably will eventually, mm-hmm. guessing. What do you think, Anthony? You think this is going to be a good thing overall, I and mean, you foresee any... Look, I don't. If they would have said, "Okay, we're going to be Vertex standard," and we just got, you know, we're going to slap Beofang on there, <laughs> would have been. Well, that would be a real right. I mean, I, you know, but you're you're you know merging, you know, uh, under one brand, and Motorola is king. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's. You know, they kept talking about in the in the meeting. You know, the bat wings sell themselves. Mm-hmm. People see those bat wings, those Motorola bat wings, and they sell themselves. So, yeah, um, and we see that uh, over and over and over. You have to. I mean, people don't know the Vertex Standard brand, right? I mean, you you sell Vertex Standard by leading with, oh, it's owned That's by Motorola. Motorola. You're getting a Motorola with the, an orange label on it, right? So this should make that that a little bit easier to to sell. In right. the future going forward and the vertex standard products were great i mean they had the best warranty in the industry three years yeah and um one of the biggest things they stressed to us in this meeting was that the radios aren't changing mm-hmm. they are 100 percent staying the same it's just it's going to be a different sticker on there yeah, even, it's, it's even the warranty is the same yeah warranty is going to stay the same and and the connectors for the headsets are going to stay they're not changing any of that it was we were laughing at the pictures they had of a VX261 that you've seen them a million times, and then you see the Motorola label on it, and just looked very it looked weird. It was it took some getting used to, but it it fits. See, I think that's what a lot of the Vertex standard customers really want to hear. That that oh yeah, well going forward, I can just add to my existing fleet of say 261s, and I don't have to worry about anything. It's just a label, pretty much. Right. Uni batteries, everything is, is good. No changes there. Yeah, uni batteries are all yeah. stay the yeah, everything everything's staying the same. Um except it's getting a Motorola name. Right. All right. Well, that sounds like good news to me. Uh any other thoughts on this? No. I, I no. hope we didn't oversell it last time by t- promising big news and you know everybody's hope. You know, I always well, it is try big to, news. It, it is. Yeah, I, I try to avoid teasers like that, though, because it seems <laughs> like you're always going to disappoint people when you say, hey, there's a major announcement coming. Their, their head, they automatically go to what they imagine this this big announcement's going to be. So you're in Everybody does it, though. So, oh, you yeah. know. Yeah. The Walking Dead does it to me every week. <laughs> Why am I still watching that show? Right. I, don't, I don't know. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, well, coming up, we'll review the Motorola Moto Turbo CP200D portable radio. It's a popular radio for business, but is it the one for yours? We'll find out next on the Two Way Radio Show. Searching for two way radios? 
Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we're going to review a portable Moto Turbo radio from Motorola, the CP200D. Well, this I guess we figured we would, you know, start it off with the, you know, the announcement introducing the, uh, from what I've been told, the number one radio skew in the world, the Moto Turbo CP200D. Is this really the most popular one in the whole world? It's number one skew in the world, even even above a Baofeng UV5R. <laughs> I don't think anybody keeps track of uh, the UV5R. They don't have a skew on the UV5R. No. <laughs> um, um, that's all the, underground. That's right. <laughs> but the CP200 has been out for for years, as long as I can remember. I think years ago. As long as we've been in business, I remember, at least selling uh, business radios, I remember hearing of the CP200. Right. And I remember when they replaced it a few years ago with the D. Right. And 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 they gave it a complete – the old CP200s were bricks. They were a bulky, heavy <laughs> – we, we like to say durable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, very durable. Very, very durable. Um <laughs> But they kind of slimmed them down a little bit from what, you know, that's the first, a couple weeks ago was the first time I had seen one in person. Um, but it felt like it felt very durable, um, but not as bulky as the older uh, CP200s. Yeah, um, they maybe slimmed it down a little and gave, yeah, it it looks, a, gave a little bit of a facelift. Um, I always used to think those things, they kind of started off kind of narrow at the bottom and they kind of muffin topped at the at the top of the radio or towards the speaker and, and microphone and whatnot but uh this is more of a you know pretty pretty basic look you know standard look of a two-way radio but it's more ergonomic right um i think it's iconic i think that the look of this radio if you see a movie or a tv show where they're using two-way radios it they're most likely using CP200s or CP200. I was watching The Walking Dead last night, and <laughs> really, yeah, and they I use where they use CP200s, CP200s in that. And man, they could talk all over the state of Georgia with those exactly. things. Exactly, no repeat. I know they can't possibly have a repeater and, up in that show, right? But and the 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 batteries last forever on there. I mean, they just they you last probably forever. Need to if you're in a in, in a zombie apocalypse, I, mean, I never yeah. see them charge their radios on there. It's like they've got uh, solar powered CP200 or something. This is the official well, radio kind of, of the zombie apocalypse. Right, right. That's kind of like Gilligan's Island where you never saw them charge the well, actually one episode you did, but their little transistor radio that well, that show ran for like 3 or 4 years and they never had to change the batteries. Right. Yeah, just 
I don't know. That's some new solid state technology there from the um, really. That's right. Um, but back to back to the CP two hundred D. We got off, off on a topic. tangent, didn't we? <laughs> right. So it follows suit with most of your uh, digital radios today, where it's it's a dual feature, dual mode radio, analog and digital. Um, it's perfect, you know, with the on analog, there's still a ton of analog radios out there. Digital is the future. It, eventually, everything is going to be digital. Um, so they, they, you know, they got smart, obviously, and said, look, we'll make it a dual mode radio to where you can talk to your old radios, you know. And, and then when the older radios finally burn out on you, you switch everything over to digital. Um what I think is interesting is the way they that they pull off that the digital analog thing with this radio. Most radios support both modes, right? And you you know you use that to sell people. Well, you know, as you transition, as you get more digital radios, you eventually you turn on the digital. Blah blah blah. Okay. CB two hundred D. You don't even have to pay for digital right away. They have a licensing right situation where you pay for the analog only version. When you're ready to go digital, you buy a license. It's already in the radio. Hmm. You buy a license, and it gets activated at that point. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, it requires you sending them back and being reprogrammed. But it's you know, it definitely can be done. Um, so IP54 rated, you know, it's got the voice announcement, the standard uh, TDMA DMR uh, protocol. Um, you know, dual time slots and color codes and, you know, stuff that the average person doesn't know anything about, but, uh, this radio fully supports it. Um, talking to the, to the Motorola folks, a couple of they, I mean, there's, there's a reason why this radio is number one. I mean, it's got, you know, they were talking about, uh, range and, the loudness of the radio and the clarity of the radio. I mean, they, it's Motorola. They use top notch parts and, and whatnot inside the radio. Um, yeah. When you hear it's, it's got the Motorola brand and it's the number one selling radio in the world, you know, that right. this radio, you're not going to have a problem with this radio. You right. can depend on this radio, right? If there's one radio in the world, you can depend on it's this radio. Right. Um, but and also it uses the same uh, uses the same uh, two pin accessories. I was for just going to ask you about that. There there have to be a lot of accessories available for this radio. Well, you know, a tip a lot of times when you see digital, you know, an analog versus digital radio from other manufacturers, they have two different styles of connectors. Yeah, um, multi pins and multi pins and, no, and no. or dual pins and um, things like that. They. They follow suit on this on this particular radio using the two pin. Um, mm-hmm. Some of their other digital, their SL three hundred and things like that, uses a different pin. But um, that'll be a review for another day. But uh, I'm excited about this radio. Um, for, for, yeah, it uses the same accessories as the RDX series, right, CLS, right. the on-site business radios that that uh, you're probably already familiar with. Yeah, since yeah. You're obviously a, a listener of this show, right? <laughs> Um, so it's available in UHF, VHF, UHF, uh, is 403 to 470 megahertz, um, with a four, four watt output max on that. And then VHF is in the 136 to 174 range is five Watts. Never understood why they 
don't make it five across the board. But yeah, we were, we were talking about that before we recorded. Yeah. Why a lot of UHF radios are four watts and VHF are five? Right. It seems like some kind of a standard there in the industry, and I'm, I'm not sure that's common. Very... But I don't know why. There's n- some UHF radios are five watts, so it's not a legal thing. The 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 company they just adopted, <laughs> yeah, Vertex Standard <laughs> uses five across the board. So yeah. I don't know. It, it's well, um, I'm sure there's some method to their madness on that if anyone out there knows right, why right let us know right yeah we'll, you know. Send, you a free, we'll send you a t-shirt to scott, a send us a google search scott adler yeah. if you're listening keith morris if you're listening let us let us know um, <laughs> um so yeah I'm, I'm excited to see once we i mean that's the gist of this radio um we'll i think we'll probably have to review it again in a future episode when we have one in our hand when we can there's a lot of I know there's a lot of options available for it. You know, if you want a standard capacity lithium, if you want a high capacity lithium, um, you know whether you go, you know how much is the the digital licensing per radio, things like that. Once we get all that, we'll definitely uh, it'll probably involve a whole new podcast. A whole yeah, new. Yeah, this um, is more of a preview than a review, but um, when we have pricing, we'll, we'll need to do this again. As right, well. right. Mm-hmm. So, looking forward to it. Um, finally. Being able to have this radio is a uh, is a good thing. All right. Well, we have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum dot com, as well as our email address at show at by dot com. Our first one comes from Teresa. She says, "I'm looking for some advice about our Motorola Talkabout. It has repeater channel. We use them for hunting up north. We don't have cell service. Would the repeater channels help us to reach each other?" Right now, we can get maybe a mile if no mountains are between us. I need to find a way to communicate with him as it is only us and nothing else but woods where we go. If you get lost, you probably won't come out. Thousands of inhabited woods. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Thanks. And that's from Teresa. Um, well, Teresa. That sounds pretty dire if you lost your only one. Come on, you're going to need a radio. The good uh, news is, it sounds like they bought talkabouts that support repeater channels. So yeah. now the only That's question a start. is yeah. that, that is a start. Is there a repeater in the area where you are? That's the other half of the equation. You not only need repeater support or repeater cable radios, but you also need a repeater to go with them. Not you need a repeater, them, and you need a, you need a GMRS uh, license, but you also need that repeater owner's uh, permission to use his repeater. That's that's absolutely his or her correct. repeater. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> that's absolutely correct. Um, um, a good place to start if you're trying to find out if there's a repeater in the area is a website called mygmrs.com. Uh, those guys have a database. And a lot of times they even provide contact information so that you can get permission from the repeater owner. And uh, from what I understand, most GMRS repeater owners are, are often more than willing to allow you to use, use their system. But it is polite to ask. Yeah, and I think generally they usually require you to have a GMRS license to, to access the repeater. Right. But, uh, yeah, you definitely want to... to um, talk to them the first before you just jump on the repeater. That's one thing they don't like is when people start jumping on the repeaters without without asking first. Another option would be go to, you know, we sell a backpack radio that I know of several hunters that have purchased them. Um, 
it's a you know fits inside of a backpack has a pretty decent antenna that you can purchase for it and it's 25 watts um it would be a perfect backup uh, yeah for you know if there's not any repeater uh yeah it would uh, get in more range it's probably the um as far as a radio that you can take with you the right. best option that we sell right and it's full it's it's chargeable and and it would probably be a even better i've heard of several people buying it for you know putting it in go bags and things like that or when they're hiking putting it in their backpack because it will get out you know 25 watts is is is, is getting it you know a standard talk about probably two. put two watts you know mm-hmm. without true. the repeater yeah. so that's you know that's a big difference you know what those things yeah. run right off the, the backpack radios yeah 150 i'm gonna i'm gonna say they're one i think they're 179 for okay. the radio and then it's another 20 or 30 bucks for the the intent the backpack antenna um, and we're talking about the VV898, that's the Lation VV898P uh, and the VV898SP. I think the P is the 10-watt version, the SP is a 25-watt right, version. Right, And, you know, it's not just a backpack radio, but um, there are actual backpacks available for them where you can put them in, you know, backpack bag. Yeah, they're kind they're of custom for the radio. Yeah, they're customized for it. They have an eyelet there so you can... Uh, so the antenna can protrude out of it, and they have a place for you to put your cables and 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 whatnot in there. And uh, you can just they have a I think they have a shoulder bag version, and they have an actual backpack bag version. Right. Uh, in, uh, one of them's in camo. So um, yeah, that's that's an option to consider. Absolutely. All right, our uh, next one is a comment uh, from James, and we actually. Uh, read one from him in our last episode of the Toy Radio Show, and he's follow- he sent us a follow-up. Uh, remember, in the last episode, uh, we also suggested that maybe James was a binger. <laughs> yeah, I think and, Anthony uh, asked if anyone binge listened to the show. I mean, we assume no one binge listens to the show, right? We assume. <laughs> we assume. Well, you know what happens. I'm surprised when you people actually even listen to the show. <laughs> Well, James came back and said, yeah, I'm a binger. <laughs> he said, uh, since sending my question in, I've fallen down a rabbit hole with this radio stuff. I bought a uh, Radioddity GD77, a TYT MD380, and I'm taking my amateur license test on the first. I'm able to pass all three levels of the practice exams. Anyway, I think my record binge of your show was a solid five hours. Mm. It, <laughs> I'm sorry, James. <laughs> You deserve something. <laughs> yeah. It was over the course of a drive, arduous 45 pounds weighted speed hike, half an hour of waiting for my legs to regain the strength to push down the clutch, and then drive home. What can I say? I'm thorough in my pursuits. And that's from James. So he, was, he wasn't just sitting there listening. He was, he was doing stuff. He was on a hike and, uh, uh, well, a 45-pound weighted speed hike. And, uh, Could you imagine going on a hike and then the, something happens and the last voices you hear are ours? <laughs> I, I, oh my, that's uh, <laughs> you had to put that in my head. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> well, James, I tell you what, I think you earned a t-shirt. You yeah, we appreciate you listening. That's awesome. That's uh, you know, that's it's always nice to hear folks are listening for sure. Yeah, keep on binging. Um, but uh, we'll we'll send you a T-shirt for sure. 
Um, and our uh, do they have? Is that called uh, podcasting and chill? Is that what they call it? Have Netflix and chill? It's called uh, <laughs> podcasting and chill. Um, okay, our, maybe our, you coined something there. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's got a trademark it now. Uh, TM. Okay, and our uh, last one here comes from Co uh, Harbinger. He says, uh, hey, guys, I'm new to the two-way radio scene. Me and my dad got a set of Baofeng UV-5R for use while on town watch, and it works great, but I was told I may be violating laws because of licensing or something. What channels, frequencies are available to the everyday non-ham user? Thanks. And that's from Co Harbinger. Mm, um, bad news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the UV-5R... Is uh, actually it it is uh, FCC. Well, this is assuming he's in the states too, but uh, here in the United States, the UV5R uh, is legal for use on business frequencies and on uh, ham frequencies. Other than that, uh, it's not FCC type accepted uh, uh, for use, uh, say on MERS, FRS, GMRS, and in fact, it it actually is illegal for use on some of those services because with MERS. Uh, in particular, you're limited to two watts, and um, even if you were, you're supposed technically your radio is supposed to be part 95 type accepted, yes. which the UV5R is not. Yeah. Um, so to be legal, if that's what you're looking for, you need to use it on business frequencies or ham frequencies, like Rick said, and both of those services require a license. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I guess that does it for our comments and questions this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the two-way radio show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, Google Play Music, or Stitcher Radio. Um, I guess that does it for our show this time. Before we go, any, any other final thoughts? Uh, nope. I think we covered everything for this episode. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony Roque. And we're out. Out.